Hello. Hi, me again. Welcome back to another episode of Grace Face. You're going to have to bear with me in this week's episode because I am absolutely shattered. It's Saturday night. I've had a beer. I'm a little bit tipsy off one beer. Yeah, I know. I'm a pussy. But this week's episode is going to be all about the pandemic, coronavirus. So sit back, get your headphones in, have a hot chocky wocky or a beer and get ready to listen to me talking absolute shite. So as I said, this episode is going to be about the pandemic, coronavirus, COVID-19. And I'm just going to cover basically how I've dealt with it. It's been almost a year since the first lockdown got announced. Uh, is that right? I think it has. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure it was April, but end of March, April time. But yeah, whatever. Almost a year. It feels like it's been 20 years. But I'm just going to talk about basically how I've coped with it. Because a lot of people seem to be struggling. Um, And yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. Like the first lockdown was... A breeze, wasn't it? It was nice and sunny every day. We all got to um, sit in the garden in the sunshine, do a bit of DIY on the weekend, that is, because I still have to work full time, which was annoying, follow me now. But it was a lot easier. And although people are saying like the second lockdown, in my mind, I feel like there's been three lockdowns. I feel like the first one was like April, March, April. Then there was another one, Christmas. And then there's this one now. So I think this is lockdown three, but let's just, for the podcast sake, we'll call it lockdown 2.0. So the first lockdown, it was all new. It was like, what the fuck is going on in the world? I remember I'd wake up each day and be like, oh my God, like I am living during a pandemic. And it was that like weird and interesting that I started recording myself. I know, I'm so sad. I started videoing myself and like, this is the first day of lockdown. And just so I can like show me kids. Uh, nothing's happened so far, the cases aren't that bad and yeah, I, I carried on doing that for like a couple of days and then I got bored of it and realised, yeah, not much is going to happen and then all of a sudden, cases went up massively and I was like, whoa, this shit is actually real I never ever doubted that it wasn't real Um, for those people who don't think it's real, I just think you're fucking stupid like, if you don't think that COVID's real and you're not abiding by the rules then I just think, do you know what, fuck you, there are so many people who have worked so hard over the last year to try and keep people alive, that it's just an insult to them every time you break rules, so, fuck you, but, anyway, let's not make this negative, because I don't want to make it negative, I want to make it good, so, lockdown, first lockdown, we got told, I was in work, I was like, what the fuck is this pandemic, what is this virus, what's going on, I started ringing people, like, what the fuck's going on? I started speaking to people who I, I know who work for, like, the NHS, like, what the fuck is this? Like, how bad is it? How bad is it going to be? Should I be worried? And they all, at the time, were like, nah, it's fine. It's just a cold, in it? And then, when cases got really bad and we started to, like, know people who had it, I was like, oh, my God, like, Jesus Christ, this shit's, this shit's legit. Like, what the fuck's going on? It was just, it's the weirdest thing that's ever happened in my life, and... The first lockdown was alright because I'd never worked from home before and for someone who was in the office uh, 7 till 4, so up really early in the morning and then getting back, not late, sometimes I'd stay late but um, not anymore, don't tend to work late that much anymore which is great, 
it was just weird having to work from home because me and Todd never spend a lot of time at home. We'd literally just come home from work, have dinner and go to bed. And that was it. On the weekend, we'd usually go to Liverpool or go to North Wales or go and do something or just chill. But we never really spent a lot of time at home. So to have to come and work from home, it was just weird because it was hard. It was hard to adapt because it was like it felt like you shouldn't be working because you were at home. But eventually I got into it and I was lucky enough to be able to go back into the office whenever I needed to because I'm classed as a key worker. Not really sure why or how, but I think it's something to do with the fact that I work in utilities and uh, without us working, then everyone who's sitting at home on the laptops and that, if anything goes wrong, anything fucks up like energy-wise, electricity or whatever, we uh, have to go and dig holes to fix it. So, yeah, weirdly classed as a, an essential key worker, which I don't really see myself as because obviously I'm not really doing much. But I got to go back into the office, so I continued to go into the office most days, and then some days I'd stay at home. I only ever went into the office when I needed to really go into the office, but at that point it was like you could still hold meetings and stuff, it wasn't too bad. So it was alright until. until. I was off, I think I was off for three weeks off work and that's when I was like, oh my fucking God, like pandemic, what the fuck? Because that was hard. I had three weeks off work and I, that was the longest I've ever taken off work since I've started working. Um, Probably like since uni, when I, I went working in uni. But that was the longest time I've had, I've had off and I was so bored. That's when it hit me like, this is so shit, that's when I started to really like struggle with it and get quite upset because I was missing my family a lot. Um, I had my birthday, May, and I was off for it and it was just horrible because I just like, I was alone, Todd had to work. I just basically got pissed for the day, it was quite good actually, it was an okay day but usually when it comes to my birthday I'd usually go to Liverpool and see my family, like see my nan and it's just it was weird having to spend your birthday on your own <laughs> but don't get me wrong it was all right so I got all I got showered gave myself a nice scrub done my hair dead nice um put a nice dress on facetimed everyone everyone was calling me like happy birthday and oh my god I got so many cards like I think the other day I was looking into um love languages and I've realized I said the other day this was months ago my love language is words of affirmation. So I like to be told stuff and like to be reassured and stuff like that. But I also like cards. I like cards a lot. I keep all my birthday cards and I like it when people write me like letters and send me messages. I'm a weirdo, okay? And I got so many birthday cards and I was literally so happy. I was nearly crying. I love birthday cards so much. So I got loads and I sat in a red on my birthday card and then I cried for like a good solid hour about the fact that I went with my family. And the biggest thing for me, which is going to sound so selfish, was the fact that we had booked to go to Disney World in Florida. When were we supposed to go? The 26th of May. We were supposed to fly out on my nan's birthday. I think it was the 26th of May. It might have been the 25th. Was it 26th? I don't know. But we planned to go to Florida on the 26th of May and on my birthday I we'd booked in to have um, dinner, like a dessert party on in this restaurant so we could see the fireworks really well from the castle and it was just so sad because all I kept thinking that day was I would have been in Disney World 
and I've never been to Disney World because we've never been able to afford it. Obviously, I was one of five. My mum wouldn't, she wouldn't be able to afford to take all of us to Florida. And I personally could never afford it until last year. And we booked it and I was just like, I'm so fucking happy and my dreams are coming true. Like, all I've ever wanted in life. It sounds so pathetic. I know, I'm like a five-year-old. I've wanted to go to Disney World so bad. Like, so, so bad. I've been to Disneyland, Paris. But I've heard that's nothing on Disneyland, in Disney World, Florida. So we booked it and I was, I was literally counting down the days and I was thinking the only thing that's getting me through everything, like is the fact that I get to go to Disney World, I'll be off work for three weeks, it's going to be great, I'll be in the sun, me and Todd are going to have an amazing time. And then obviously we pushed it back, so we, we pushed it back to December and we couldn't go. So the day I was due to fly out, that was a hard day because I was like, oh, I haven't had a holiday in five years, like I really want to go to Disney World. But I got over it because I started to realise, like, you know what, that's just so selfish, like there are people who are dying there are people who work and who need a holiday more than me in like for the NHS on the front line. So I got over it pretty quick, but I did have a moment when I did cry and then um I sat and the biggest mistake ever, I sat and watched the fireworks live on my birthday. And I was actually there like <laughs> it could have been me <laughs> But yeah, I got over it. It was alright. I just got pissed for the day, FaceTimed all my mates and yeah, it was pretty pretty boring but it was a nice day I, I really appreciated all the cards and the little presents that I got all the presents from Todd and my birthday cake I really like that thank you Todd shout out to you and yeah first lockdown was all right it was okay Todd's birthday was great I put some balloons up for him baked him a nice cake and we made her and she's it, it, I was I call her a baker I don't know if she's a baker she's a baker and she over FaceTime taught me how to make Todd's cake and it turned out really well actually it tasted amazing I don't have a clue when it comes to baking I am shite I can't follow recipes and simple tasks like having to sieve the flour and stuff like I just didn't know you had to do that <laughs> but she helped me do that so I put all balloons up in the living room for him got him loads of fame presents wrapped it all in dinosaur paper and then at this point you were allow people in your house so we decided well not in your house in your garden so um we had Todd's mum and his sister, a boyfriend, and Todd's stepdad, Dave, and his nephew, who we hadn't met before, come and surprise him the day before his birthday, and that was lovely. They came, we um, had dominoes, that was lovely, I loved that day, that was nice. So we had Todd's birthday in lockdown, and then that's when things started to ease a little bit after that, and that's when like the um, help out, to eat out to help out things started, which me and Todd didn't use because... We just didn't. Uh, we decided to get our pizzas and our takeaways and stuff from companies that weren't offering it, like smaller companies that needed our money, basically. I just, I weren't, I didn't agree with the whole eat out to help out. I just thought it was going to cause big issues, like, and it did. But I just don't understand, like, cases were so high and they dropped off because everyone was at home. Then all of a sudden it was like free reign, everyone can go out again. You can all sit outside and you can all go into restaurants and I just thought it was manic, like, we drove past Nando's on the days that they'd open and do, like, half price or something like that, 50% off, up to a certain amount, so you get money off, and it was heaving, and I was like, how is that helping anyone, having all those people rammed into one place, it was mad, I just feel as though if they would have kept us in lockdown for a little bit longer, then so many people maybe wouldn't have died, like, I don't know, I'm not an expert, I don't, 
I don't even read into it much because to be honest at this point now talking about COVID and reading about it I'm just like for fuck's sake here we go it makes me depressed but I like to keep up with the numbers not to see like what the R number is and that but I just thought why have they done this like I understand they've done it for the economy but they've spent all this money on track and trace and stuff which was a big flop didn't even work properly and then they've discounted loads of meals and stuff so to apparently help um like the economy but now they've had to like extend furlough so i just think maybe if they just scrapped that idea completely locked the borders kept us inside a little bit longer allowed us to have our like exercise and our little bubbles it would have been completely different and maybe just maybe i wouldn't be sitting here now on a saturday night drinking a cause light maybe i could be in an actual pub i don't know i'll leave that with you food for thought could be completely wrong um yeah but that's just my my point of view on it so that part of lockdown it wasn't too bad because that's when we had amazing glorious weather on the weekend and after work we could actually do stuff together like go for nice walks or and paint the fence we've done all the garden off we spent an absolute fortune so we dug out trenches in the garden well i dug like a little bit <laughs> topped up most of it i painted all the fences so that was cool and uh, we completely changed it we made it look amazing on um our days off on the weekend and yeah like it was just so nice we were drinking loads the sun was shining and then all of a sudden along came winter so yeah that's when things started to get a bit shitty when like autumn came along and winter towards the end of september it was as though all the stuff that had happened over the summer had basically caused this massive increase in people who had covid and it was just shy because then that meant we had to go back into like a, a, a lockdown like the local tiered lockdowns and for the whole thing we were in tier three which is so annoying <laughs> when like other people who I knew were out and like mingling and breaking the rules were in a higher like a lower tier so they were in like tier two tier one and it was just like oh for fuck's sake like oh, I'm stuck in tier three we can't do anything so that was really tough because so nothing basically nothing changed for us we still stayed at home kept our distance didn't see anyone we only ever saw people if they were in our bubble or outside the house like within a decent amount of distance and that's when things started to get a bit like, oh, I'm so fed up. Like, the first lockdown, I'd done jigsaws, I'd done some colouring. I didn't have any uni work to do because I was on my summer holidays from uni. That was great. I think towards the beginning of lockdown, I was still doing uni work. So I had that to keep me busy, Um, even though I really didn't want to be doing it because the sun was cracking the flags and I was sitting there doing fucking assignments while Todd was out digging holes in the garden, enjoying all the sunshine, drinking beers. But yeah, anyway, uni finished beginning of July, I think it was. Was it the beginning of July? Maybe, yeah, I think so. So then I had a break. So then when it came to, like, September, I went back and, like, my workload started increasing as winter crept in. And then that was when we got put back into the full lockdown. Christmas happened, my nan passed away, and, oh, my God, like, this lockdown, it's just the worst. I don't know if anyone agrees, but... The first lockdown was so easy compared to this one. This one's really tough. Like, I'm struggling now because I'm getting to the point now where I'm like, I just want to see my family. I just want my life back. I want to see my friends. I feel so lonely. But obviously, I speak to my mates. I speak to my work colleagues and stuff. But it's not the same as physically meeting up with your mates and going for a drink and stuff. I just, I can't wait to be able to 
go to Liverpool and see my family and go to North Wales and see my mum and my sister and see me like my best mates. Like, I just, I, I'm so excited to see them. But it's just fucking like, when will this shit end? Like, obviously, yeah, but a lot of people are getting vaccinated now, which is great. I think the vaccination's amazing. And when that first got announced, I was made up, done a bit of research on that, about how it was created so fast. Because, like a lot of other people, I was a bit dubious. I was like, hmm, how have they managed to come up with a vaccine so quick? But then I did come to the realisation that it was... It was a similar... How do I put this? Because I don't really understand it fully myself. But basically, the how-to kit of like the flu jab is quite similar to the COVID jab. It's just the DNA within COVID is used or something. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. So that put my mind at ease about how quick it was developed. Because at first I was like, that's dodgy as fuck, that. What the fuck? But regardless, I think everyone should get the vaccine. And if you're against the vaccine, and if you think COVID's not real, then just stop listening to me podcast, please. <laughs> and yeah, it's just getting to the point now where I'm like, oh, I can't be honest anymore. This is never going to end. It's only going to get worse. Is there a light at the end of the tunnel? Which I know there is. There definitely is. Everyone hang in there. We'll be through it. And we'll all be looking back and laughing about the times where we all got obsessed with TikTok and fucking banana bread and tiger king or whatever it's called it's called tiger king tiger king on netflix i don't know anyway yeah so it's a lot harder it's just shit and it doesn't help the fact that the weather has been so shite and in summer we could go out and like have picnics and take beers out in the garden and chill do some diy but in winter like i don't want to be walking around in the freezing cold pissing down rain and I never used to go for walks, so why the fuck should I go for a walk now? <laughs> but I, I am doing, like, every weekend me and Todd go for a really nice long walk just to, like, get some fresh air because we're both working from home. I've not been in the office for about two weeks now. And, uh, yeah, it's becoming a lot. It's just, like, for fuck's sake. But I know I'm doing it because I want to stay safe. Uh, I think COVID's crazy. I think it's, like, potluck. A lot of people who have had it, I know I've had it, haven't experienced any crazy after symptoms. Um, they survived it, luckily enough, and they've got on with their lives. But then at the same time, there are also other people that I do know who have got like long COVID. Uh, this guy I work with, um, he had it. I know he had bits of long COVID. And it's just like, can, can I be asked getting it? I don't want to take that risk. So we're staying at home. We don't mingle with anyone if we do mingle, uh, we're like, I, last night I went and dropped off my mate Jen, she had some sad family news, bless her, I went and dropped it off like a little care package with some little bits and bobs in for her, some flowers and some chocolates and stuff, but like left it on a doorstep and like we didn't go near her because she's uh, shielding as well, so she's high risk, so we didn't go near her at all, so it's just hard man, like when will it end, I'm so bored of it, and the thing is, the worst thing about this lockdown is that every single day literally feels the same to the point where every Saturday I'm doing the same thing, every Sunday we're doing the same thing. We get up nice and early, get a shower, get ready, we go for a walk, come back, have a cup of tea and a bacon butty every single Sunday. But that's our new little ritual now and I like that so I don't mind that because I love bacon butties. But I mean during the work and week it's just getting to the point where I'm like oh there must be more to life than this. I wake up every single day, I've just gone six, 
get a shower, get changed, sit at the desk, have lunch, come off the computer, watch telly, do uni work. It's just literally the same shit every single day. And I just can't wait until we can have our lives back. It's so hard. It's just, it's just mad. Like, it's stupid. Well, obviously it's not stupid, but I just want my life back. I want to be able to go on holiday. But it's made me realise, do you know what? If you want something in life and if you want to do something, now is your chance. If you can, if you're lucky, like, lucky enough to be furloughed, and I mean, get paid 100% of your wage, like, I think that's that's good. I know a lot of people who have been put on furlough and they're getting 100% pay. Like, if you're lucky enough to be put in that position, then really use it to your own advantage. Try and take up a new skill, do something you enjoy, do something you've always wanted to do, because that's what's keeping me afloat. So I've always wanted to read a certain amount of books in a year, but I've never really got round to it because of studies or work. So now I've set myself a target of 30 books this year. And so far I'm on number three, which is that's good for me. <laughs> I've only got 27 to go. So um, I'm doing that. As you know, like I study, I'm doing my master's in quantity surveying, doing a conversion master's so I can become a qualified quantity surveyor one day. And I'm currently on a break from uni till the end of March. So now's the perfect time to get reading. So, and I've also picked up this podcast to keep myself occupied. Uh, what else do I do to pass the time? I watch TV. I love a bit of Desperate Housewives. I actually started Desperate Housewives at the beginning of the first lockdown. That just shows how busy I've been. I'm still watching it now, almost a year later, and I still haven't finished it. I've actually got it on the telly now, paused. I'm on season six. But I can't wait to finish it and move on to something else. I think I might watch um, Grey's Anatomy. I've never seen that. That looks good. But yeah, anyway, I've got a break until the 29th of March is when I go back to uni. So I was just thinking a couple of months ago, like, oh, what am I going to do when I've got that break? I'm going to be so bored because I can't just sit still. I get really, really bored. So that's why I decided, you know what? I've always wanted to do a podcast and I've always put it off because I'm nervous people are going to judge me. So fuck it. I'm going to start a podcast. So here we are, doing the podcast, nearly falling asleep, running out of things to say. <laughs> but yeah, I want to know, like, how's everyone else been um, dealing with lockdown? What exciting things have ever, has everyone else been up to? I know a lot of people have started their own little businesses, which is brilliant. I've got a friend, Erin, who makes cakes. She's based in the Wirral and makes birthday cakes, and she's an amazing baker. I mentioned you earlier. She started that business. Uh, I've got other friends who are like making clothes, uh, candles, uh, loads of random shit like furniture. I, I think that's so cool. Everyone's getting really creative with it, trying to think of like creative ways to make a bit of extra cash and also really putting their hobbies out there or getting them out there. Sorry, not putting them out there. Putting their hobbies out there and turning it into something they can make money from, which I think is so cool. Everyone's being so creative, I love it. But it just makes me think, like, oh, what are we going to do when all this ends? Like, is this going to be the world forever? Are we never going to be able to stand close to other people again? My favourite thing in a festival was to, like, be crammed in a space, you're sweating your tits off, listening to storms, yeah, everyone's there sweating, mosh pit. Like, I love that, but will we ever get that back? <laughs> Getting drunk on a nightclub and having 50,000 people in the girls' toilets. 
all complimenting each other's dresses and hairs, banging on the toilets like, hurry up, are we ever going to get that again? Or are we going to be in a club and is, is there going to be a queue waiting to get into the toilet and only one person can go in at a time? That's just not the same. Like, it's going to be strange, but I'm hoping the vaccine gets rolled out to even more people sooner. And I hope people really, like, are following the rules and stuff still. I know I've seen a lot of people on my Instagram and Snapchat and things like that, and they're not. Um, obviously, it's up to you. Like, if that's what you want to do, then that's what you want to do. But please just remember that there are people out there who have lost people because of this virus. Like, my nan, when she passed away, luckily enough, like, she, she got COVID, but we don't think that COVID wasn't the cause of her death. She had lung cancer and COPD as well. But I think COVID played a big part in maybe making it feel a little bit worse. So if you are thinking about like breaking the rules and mingling and throwing house parties and stuff, I think just remember that there are people out there who've actually lost mums, dads, brothers, sisters. Like that's what keeps me going. Like I understand now I need my family a lot and I'm missing them loads, but you you just gotta protect people. I could never have like a house party with loads of people mingling and stuff like that. Like it's just mad. It's just strange, isn't it? How you see things. Like the other day, I was watching um, what was I watching? It's something on Netflix. It was a film. I think it's a that there's an Asian girl in it, and it's about like to all the boys I loved before. Maybe is that called? Oh, she's absolutely stunning. I love it. I was watching that, and at one point they were like in New York and they were like hugging and stuff and I was like oh my god like people are hugging every time I watch Netflix now and people are really close I'm like oh coronavirus like what the fuck it's weird I just really hope that one day we can all get back to normal and mingle more (laughs) and get close again because that's that's always the best part of a night out when you're all squashed in a club sweating like in the toilets getting absolutely like shit-faced and everyone's in the toilet like i love you you're my new best friend that's the best part so i hope that comes back but yeah i've noticed i've spoken a lot so far and all i need to really say about covid is it's fucking shite like it's horrible and it's really having major impacts on a lot of people's lives so just be a little bit more thoughtful if you're not following the rules and you're listening to this and if you are holding house parties and stuff like that or if you're, I don't know, if you're just being a dick about it all, spreading fake news on social media saying that we're all getting chipped and watched by Bill Gates. <laughs> you're fucking stupid. If you're saying that, you're fucking stupid. Get off your podcast. <laughs> but just be a little bit more mindful, you know? Just be a bit nicer, like obviously I want to be nice to people as well and I respect people's views and if you feel as though you're you need a bit of help and you need to see someone and you go and mingle or go to a friend's house when you shouldn't fair enough that's fine I think that's all right if you're in desperate need uh, then yeah that's fair enough but if you're throwing house parties I just think you dickhead like what I'd give be able to go to a big house party and be with all my best mates or what I'd give to be able to be in a big house with all my family there all having drinks having a laugh like ugh, it's just annoying there's always those few isn't there it's fucking British people I swear you can't tell British people what to do because they just turn around like I have rights you can't lock us up 
but yeah I've actually removed a lot of people off Instagram Facebook Twitter all the people who was like spreading fake news people who were like saying they're breaking the rules and they're having house parties people who are constantly with different groups of people like I've removed them all because I just literally like it's winding me up and I'm never going to message them and say that to them because I just I, I wouldn't do that to someone they might have their reasons but at the same time I'm like if you're going to break the rules that much don't put it on fucking social media you idiot because there might be people out there who will report you and could you be asked being handed like a thousand pound fine nope but hopefully it all goes away soon and I can have a bit of my life back because I am like oh, it's, look at me I'm doing a bloody podcast talking to people who aren't even like I'm like talking to myself basically I'm losing the plot and I think if lockdown never happened, I don't think I'd ever be here doing this. <laughs> but hey ho, we move. I'm enjoying it. It's a it's a great it's a great thing that I'm doing. Um I love it when you all message me and you say, Oh, I've really enjoyed your podcast this week, it really made me smile. Like that's that's what I'm doing it for, honestly. I don't want people to think that I'm doing it for some sort of like ego boost. I'm not. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I'm happy going about my day and talking to no one, and just, like, posting on my Instagram and stuff, I don't care if no one listens, like, obviously I do care, but, like, I don't care if not loads of people listen, I just like to make people smile, yeah, and I love listening to podcasts, I always find the podcasts that are about non-serious issues are the ones that I enjoy the most, so at the minute I'm really enjoying uh what's his name paul smith the comedian from liverpool he's got a podcast out they're funny i enjoy the ones that he does with his his partner his girlfriend they're really funny they have me in stitches and then for me, me more serious podcasts about like topics that i'm really interested in i listen to jamil jamila jamil is that a name her podcast i weigh it's called on uh spotify apple music and stuff bloody love it so I listened to one the other day about her and Weath Witherspoon, I was going to say. Reese Witherspoon. And brilliant. Anything to do with like feminism and body positivity, I love. I'm all about that. I'm all about like lifting people up. Apart from those who are breaking the rules. Um, having house parties. You can go and fuck yourself, K hun, bye. But podcasts have been a lifesaver. I'm telling you. Like during lockdown, when I'm working, I'm used to working in the office and like having a conversation as I'm working and sitting in silence I don't like it I don't like to sit in silence as you can probably tell by now I never shut the fuck up and sometimes that bites me in the arse and gets me into trouble people tell me to shut up <laughs> but I always have to have something on in the background whether that's music podcasts desperate housewives something on in the background whilst I'm doing work or just sitting down chilling and um yeah podcasts have helped me a lot and music's helped me a lot as well uh but it's getting to the point now don't know if anyone else agrees with me but the music is just isn't changing like i listen to the like new music friday on spotify and like top uk 40 or whatever every week on radio one literally like i feel like there's barely been any new music i understand we're in a pandemic and that's why i get it but i'm getting sick of hearing the same songs that song by the weekend um what's it save your tears and me. that one i'm sick of that and then billy eilish what the hell are you talking about that one <laughs> i'm sick of that one so i'm excited for summer because summer's like my favorite time for music when all the proper bangers come out so yeah music's been helping me loads as well 
I'm proper going off the rails on this podcast. If you're still with me, then congratulations. Jesus Christ. Your mouth's so dry. It's like Gandhi's flip-flop. Let me just take a sip of this beer because I'm so thirsty. Ah, uh, don't know if you can hear that. Bit of ASMR for you. <laughs> but I think I'm going to wrap it up there. That's just my basic, like, overview or ramble about covid how i've dealt with it obviously when my nan passed away it was fucking awful that was the worst part of it um missing my family awful not being able to go to see jls fucking awful that broke my heart um not going to florida disney world broke my heart but it's okay i'm still alive i'm still here i'm still healthy sort of ish but on a bit of weight but it's okay we won't talk about that and my skin's clearing up <laughs> So it's it's not the end of the world for me. So I'm looking forward to it all fizzling out and getting back to some sort of normality, which I, do, I don't think is going to be for a very long time now. But I just want the sun. Give me the sun. Give me a beer in the garden. Get me masters out the way. Stress-free life. Happy days. I'll be happy if there's a bit of sunshine. A few books in the garden. Get my dissertation done. I'll be happy then. But that's it for this week. I hope you've enjoyed me talking absolute shit. That's probably the most random one I've ever done in my life. Um, I do plan these out a little bit. I know I've said in the in past podcasts I don't tend to plan them out. I don't sit there and script the whole thing. I literally write like bullet points and just go through like each topic. If there's a specific topic that I talk about, I break it into sections and stuff like that. But this one today completely random i was going to do another podcast but it's going to take me longer than i thought so that one will be coming in a couple of weeks time but after i've released that one that will be the final podcast about me for this series so i'm looking to release about five for this series and this series is going to be basically an overview of like me a bit of background about me and just basically a way that you can try and figure out what type of person that i am and then after that series, we'll be moving on to series two, which will be completely different, but I'm excited to start that one. I'm not going to give you any hints about what that's going to be about, but it should be interesting. It should be fun. So I'm going to go now because I'm talking absolute shit and I need to go to bed. I hope you've enjoyed it. As always, make sure you follow or subscribe. I don't know what the term is on Spotify, Apple Music, Google, whatever it is that you're listening to the podcast on. Uh, if you can leave a review that'll be cool apparently you can do that on apple music so leave me a review and follow my instagram account graceface2021 to be kept up to date with all the basic day-to-day shit that i get up to and all my boring rants that i give every single day hope everyone has an amazing weekend you'll be listening to this on a sunday so hope everyone has had an amazing weekend have a brilliant week new week new goals love it i'll speak to you all very soon Bye.